marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. This is the Legendary Marriage Podcast, Season 1, Episode 6. Happy Halloween! (laughs) Wow, honey, you've really taken that Halloween voiceover thing to a new level. I like effects. (laughs) Um, So for those of you that don't know Justin... He is a man of many voices. I mean, he did put an effect on that. However, he has like every accent in his pocket imaginable. My favorite is Sean Connery. Can you give us a little Sean? Little tiny quiches on the kitchen counter. I have no idea why he always uh, talks about quiches (laughs) every time he does a Sean Connery impression. I don't know if 007 really enjoys his breakfast. But I'm not killing specter agents. I enjoy making quiche. Yes, honey. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. So, it's Halloween. Well, actually, it is in a few days. But it's Halloween season. I'm sorry. Hold on. Because the Sean Connery voice is probably the worst Oh, of babe. All the voices I do. Okay, like what's the your best? Lamest. I what? have no idea. We need to move on. But I just I just want to own up to that. Like people are listening and going, She likes that? Like that really? That doesn't sound like Sean Connery at all. Well, you know, love is blind and all that. So <laughs> love maybe is blind and deaf, yeah. Yeah, apparently I'm I'll t- I mean I'll take the compliment. But anyway, moving yeah. on right along. Yeah, receive the compliment, honey. I receive that. So deep it, in my heart, in my soul, baby. I receive it. What impression was that? <laughs> Seriously, Justin. That wasn't okay, an impression. You've just derailed. Please move on. Okay. It is Halloween, and we love to put on different characters at Halloween. Justin and I, ever since we dated high school, college, everything, we've loved Halloween. And it's kind of our thing. So it all started for me. Back in probably junior high, my friend Kathleen, who lived down the street, Mm -hmm. would come down to our house on Friday nights, and my she and my dad and I would go out to the video store. Remember those where you went out and you got those Mm, those tapes, like a giant cassette tape. I used to have to rent a VCR because our parents didn't have one. So we would go to the video store, and it was called Video News. And it was, it was, and it was in like a basement of a, of a, of a commercial office park over off airport highway in, in, in Springfield Township, Ohio. Anyway. And is this we the would kind of video store that you're supposed <laughs> to be going to as a kid? <laughs> Why is it in a basement? No, Did no. Did it have that, a big curtain it behind had, it? It had a section that was behind the curtain. Oh, okay. But that was in the basement's basement. Oh, um, anyway, so we would go and we would get some stupid horror movie, mm-hmm. some B movie, like never the main line ones because it was video news and they didn't have the, like the new releases. They had the, you know, it was like four dollars back then or something. It they was, didn't it have was like cheap Friday the 13th. They had like 
Saturday the 13th. Yeah, like Saturday the 24th. <laughs> right? Saturday the 30th, the 39th. Yeah. So we would go and we would watch these movies and my dad and Kathleen and I would sit there with a big bowl of popcorn and our drinks and laugh our butts off at these cheesy, stupid horror movies. Like everything from movies made back when my dad was a kid to movies that were relatively new. Boris Karloff. Oh, yeah. Boris Karloff. And and, I'm going to draw a blank on all the rest of the guys. But y'all know who I'm talking about. And if you don't, I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but like Frankenstein and Dracula and Bride of Dracula and the son's uncle's nephew's vampire cat of Dracula. And I mean, it was really... That was, was a good one right it there. Was the, it was the really removed stuff. And, and we just had so much fun laughing. The at kind you get at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> the ones you get at the Dollar Tree. The Dollar Tree movies, yeah. So we... It, for me, it started way back then. Just... Uh, just it was time with my dad and with one of my best friends growing up. Mm. I never had that love of the horror genre. I just, I, I really fell in love with Halloween when you and I started hanging out. We would have this quest when we were in college. Oh yeah. When it turned October, every weekend, you know, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Well, because, you know, Thursday is part of the weekend when you're in college. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We would try every corn maze. Was there every... a day... Hold on. Was there a day during during any week when we were in college that wasn't part of the weekend in some way? Monday was really not part of the weekend. Well, I never well unless it was a long weekend. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But, but we would try to find the most, you know, remote... Fun, scary, haunted house, haunted hayride kind of thing that there was. We I don't even know how much money we spent trying to oh, yeah. find we these looking, places. I was looking for the most authentic one. <laughs> and I was just looking for one. Like, I had a challenge, like, okay, scare me. Like, you know, I'm not easily scared, but I'm like... Yeah, bring it on. Bring that air chainsaw at me and just try to scare me. I challenge you. And I was always looking for the stuff that wasn't so much startling, mm. like the sudden loud noise, as it was creepy. Mm. You know, there's stuff that, like, you walk into a, into a scene in a good haunted house, and it's like, man, they have really decked this out, and it looks like Dr. Frankenstein's creepy lab, and it's really, really creepy, and... Like the lights on the thing are going and, and, you know, the guy's moving slowly towards you and there's the background noise, the music and everything. And everybody's kind of like, okay, what's going to happen here? And then the startling motion. Well, for me, like there was a very fine line of my, you know, love of the haunted house, because if it got too creepy for me, like what you're talking about, well, maybe a little beyond what you're talking about, like, the weird voodoo evil yeah. kind of vibe. I was like, uh, get me out of here. Yeah. I, I never like, appreciated this is too that stuff. real. Like I don't want like actual spirits following me home. Yeah. And but, y'all, y'all I, I don't know if you, if you folks listening have, have experienced that, but there are, there are places, there are things that it's just about Halloween that it, it's just, it's dark in a spiritually dark like, not a creepy, oh, that's cute, the kids, you know, oh, that's a demon dog Cujo that's eating people or whatever. But it's like, cute. But, it, but, like, 
Ooh. It like puts the yeah. hair on your arms on end and Yeah, we're always just not into, into that. We're always just into the fun, like it's kind of like hysterically fun, terrifying. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not. thinking more I picture Halloween more as the uh campy Batman TV show from the sixties than um the Blair Witch project. Yeah, and like when we get when we got married That was a terrible analogy. I kind of just breezed right past it. I wasn't even really paying attention. But <laughs> we used to have these parties. Justin goes all out on pretty much anything he does. And so we put on epic Halloween parties. Everybody dressed up. There were a million fog machines and strobe lights. Oh, and yeah. we would... Black lights and... Oh my gosh, we would deck it out like every room we would have all crazy and like weird shadow people that lived in the windows and we would rent and borrow projectors and mm-hmm. hook them up to old computers projecting like ghost images into the window and we had like transparent fabric hanging in places so it would be like in the middle of the room there's this ghost thing hanging We there. had a giant coffin filled with beer. Yeah, we made a coffin out of uh, particle board. And then um, <laughs> and fill it with ice for people to put their drinks in. And then we had um, the the cemetery. We yeah. made like how many tombstones do you I think don't we know, made, probably honey? Twenty of them, just scrap pieces of wood and yeah, some gray paint and some black paint and with funny names like IP Free Lee or something. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd set up the backyard with this whole like thing, and and the best was. Um, the we had access through I'm not going to say how or where but we had our access, church no <laughs> we had access to these these mannequins I think four of them that I, don't ask me why they had them or what but we we got them and then we would dress them up and put them around the house one was a mummy yeah. It was just wrapped up as a mummy. With We cu- took fabric and cut it up into strips. One we and would hang from a tree. Yeah, we hung it from a tree. A pirate <laughs> that was hanging from the tree like, like it had been hung. And, you know, all this. So one day it was my job to go over to the church to get the mannequins and bring them back to the house to decorate. So I load up the back of my car which is just a a little Mazda 3 hatchback yeah it's just a tiny car and at that time I jam in these mannequins into this backseat like five mannequins and naked mannequins naked mannequins and I had to take them apart to fit it all in there because I couldn't fit five whole mannequins into the back seat. So I had to, t- you know, there's heads, there's arms, there's legs, and I had to put down the windows because some of them were sticking <laughs> out funny. And we used to live by this, this, well, it was actually two schools in a row. It was like the longest school zone ever was like right by our house. So every day we'd have to go like 15 miles an hour down this super long street to go to our house. And... One day, I just forgot about the school zone. I was so focused on my mannequins and getting to decorate for the party that I was flying through, unfortunately. I think I was going like 40 in a school zone. Mm -hmm. And so I get pulled over by a cop. And I'm like, first of all, I've never had a ticket before. So I'm like terrified that I'm getting pulled over. 
and the cop comes up to the window and he looks pretty befuddled. <laughs> He's looking in be, the back seat. Be mixed, be mused, befuddled, confused. He looks in the back seat and he's, you know, what would you think if you were a cop and you saw all these naked mannequin parts in somebody's back seat? That's just but, creepy. But back up because he didn't see him up close at first. He just saw some woman driving a little car with hands and feet sticking out the windows. Yeah, it's just, it wasn't a good scene. So then he pulls up and, you know, he asked for my license and registration. He's and probably I'm got his hand on his weapon, too. Probably. <laughs> and, you know, I just said, here you go, sir. But I just have to tell you, I'm decorated for a Halloween party and they're just mannequins. And I swear I'm not doing anything weird with them. And, and you know, I'm trying to, to tell him to basically, you know, not give me a ticket. And, uh, and that you're not a serial killer. And that I'm not a serial killer. And he bought it. <laughs> okay, the timing and phrasing of that was unfortunate in some ways. What do you mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, he bought it that you, yeah. That I wasn't a serial killer. Anyway, th- so the guy just kind of laughed, like, just laughed it off. I mean, he probably didn't give her the ticket just so that he would have the story to be able to tell his friends. I know, but thank you to officer, whatever your name was. Our party was epic. And thank you for not making the cost of that party $200 more than it needed to be. Or more. Um, so yeah. So, but now we have kids and we've had to dial back our Halloween craziness a bit. We got rid of all the tombstones. With one of the moves that we did. Yeah, we got rid of our beer coffin. <laughs> we got rid of the did mannequins. We, I forget, did we take it apart or did we just put it out no, the curb? No, we, tr- <laughs> we had a garage sale and we tried to sell it. Do you remember that? And somebody's like, why are you selling a coffin? We're not going to need it for a while, so no <laughs> sense in storing it. And the lady looks at me like, what? I don't think we sold it, though. I think we did have to put it out of the we curb. We put it out of the but curb we tried. with the trash. And I remember looking out the window and seeing people like walk by and, and suddenly walk on the mm-hmm. other side of the street. And Hey, I would have bought that. But anyways, so now our daughters are getting... Super excited about Halloween. And so here, I want to interject. I want to interject. Okay, please. Because you've been listening to us talk about this for a few minutes now. And and you might have some hesitations, reservations, questions, um, deep concerns about the whole thing. We're going to answer that in in a couple minutes here, okay? Like like hang with us because the payoff's worth it. So, you know, so then we had kids and we'd gotten rid of the tombstones and we've gotten rid of all our super creepy stuff. Because, you know, we don't want that to be on the list of things that they go to counseling about. I mean, there's plenty of other stuff. I'm sure there is. Yeah. But now our daughter, Allie, who's almost five, is so excited about Halloween and not just the candy because, you know, little kids can get excited about the candy aspect of it. And sure, you know, that's on her radar. But she just loves the whole, like, ambiance and decorating and her Halloween costume and, you know, just the creative piece of it. Just, yeah. like, designing the the scene is just hyping her up even more every single day. But the interesting part is, of course, 
you know, she's five now, so she has a, a different awareness about what's scary and what isn't. Mm. For one thing, Allie is terrified of going to the doctor and getting a shot. Oh, anything that has to do with blood. She's not like, a fan like of. Like, I could just say, I, I could just say, oh, I'm going to the doctor to get a shot. And she would go into a 20-minute long, like, crying, absolute fit. Yeah, she's like, not she a fan. Like, she would run to her room and hide and just be traumatized by it. Yeah. Um, so at Halloween, she's not a fan of the, like, bloody, gory but kind of stuff. But all year, she's been going, when are we going to get to go to the Halloween store? Oh my gosh, those things are just terrifying. And we're like, uh, okay, honey, they, they, I mean, it's, it's June. First of all. Uh, it, it, or it's March, it's just Easter, and there, there isn't going to be Halloween stuff for a while. Okay, and a few weeks later, when are we going to the Halloween store? And a few mm-hmm. weeks, and a few weeks, and a few weeks later, and a few weeks later, and a few weeks later, on and on and on. And finally you go, okay, hey, we can go to the Halloween store tonight. And, oh, yeah, 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 great. She says, oh, so we go in, and she's cool. We walk in, and, and everything's cool. And then after, I don't know, about a minute, we're just kind of walking past, and they've got a bunch of, like, ghostly figures and stuff. And we've been to the through the section at Home Depot a couple times when we've been over there. Mm-hmm, like, if sure. I walk into Home Depot, let's go to the scary stuff, she yeah. says. So Which is inflatable things that are inflatable not scary well, at no, all. They have a lot of the animatronics and everything. Anyway, so we go into this haunted house, or not haunted house, the Halloween, Halloween store. store. And we turn a corner and there is some fake bloody covered skeleton type mm-hmm. thing. And she loses her stuffing in the store. Like... Get me out! Like screaming, crying, running away through the store, like like Chicken Little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Ah! People in the store are looking. They're like atten- People who work there are coming, running. At, like it was. It was. It was crazy. I'm of course terra. You know, mortified. Yeah, sure. Like, and everybody's looking at me like I'm glad abus- I wasn't there. Like I'm abusing her or something, and. Why would you bring a four-year-old so, into so the Halloween store? So she's turned the store? corner. She's turned the corner. So she wants all the excitement and the imagination and the fun and the scariness. She wants that. She's at that place where she wants to be scared, but uh, not so much. Not not that scared. So I feel like we're picking on Allie a little bit, <laughs> but we really love her exuberance for Halloween. So maybe now um, we can cut to the little interview that we did with Allie about her excitement surrounding Halloween. All right. We're here with our special guest today, Miss Alexandra Grace Williams, who just happens to be Allie, our almost five-year-old daughter. You're going to be five in like three weeks, honey. What do you think of that? What are you excited about for Halloween? I'm excited about trick-or-treating. Yeah? Trick-or-treating? What are you going to dress up as? A Frankenstein, of course, because it's scary. I like scary stuff. Ha, ha. You're four. Do a lot of four-year-olds like scary outfits for, for Halloween? Oh, no, but I do. Ha, ha, ha. What is, uh, tell us what your friends are going to be for Halloween. One of my friends is going to be 
princess wearing a unicorn, but I don't know the others. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, what do you like to do to decorate for Halloween? Make jack-o'-lanterns. What happened to your first jack-o'-lantern? It went black. Okay, didn't the first one turn into a puddle of brown goo? Yeah, the first yeah. one... Turned into brown glue. Well, it was more orange than brown, though. I mean, to be fair, it was like the pumpkins... How do I put this mildly? A... Loose bowel movement. Yeah, yeah. Just all over the patio. Like, we came out the front porch and... Ooh, that's not good. So that's part of the fun of Halloween in Texas. With kids who are and excited about carving jack-o'-lanterns. And so we've had two that have had to go in the trash. <laughs> Should we try one more time before Halloween? Should we try to do one more? Yeah. Tell me what you want it to look like. I want next one to have crescent eyes. Yeah. And... Uh, I want it to have a big circle on its mouth, and that's how it's going to look. So do you have any um, favorite candy that you're looking forward to eating for Halloween? Of course, M&M's. M&M's, yeah. Ooh, do you have a favorite color of M&M's? Let me tell you a secret microphone. She get like <laughs> right up to the mic and super quiet. Like Blue. we can we you don't want us to know. Okay. But I, only the mic. Only the microphone knows. Okay, now here's my other question. For your candy, um, so you like M and M's. Are you gonna share any with Bubba. mom and dad? Are you gonna share any candy with mom and dad? Oh yeah, Hallelujah. you know there's a ta yeah. there's a mom and dad tax on on your candy. So three out of every ten pieces of candy you get, we we get to keep. for us. Okay, so here. Oh, what do you think about that? Okay. No. <laughs> so thanks, Allie, for being with us in this episode. And uh, will you come back another time and and join us again? Yeah, cool. This is awesome. All right. So that's all we have time for today with Allie. Thanks for being with us, sweetheart. And I just love the the pure joy and innocence and uh, imagination that she has about Halloween. Mm -hmm. But she's like, she's excited about like we have this giant spider web that we've made in our front yard that we used to have at our epic parties yeah. that we made a long time ago and every night she wants to go add to it so it's this it's this just white fabric from the store that we made into cut a web into like one or two inch strips right and i remember the time danielle cutting that stuff Till her hand was the claw, <laughs> she couldn't even put down the scissors. I feel like Halloween is filled of moments where my hand turned into a claw. Yeah. Because, you know what? We just, I feel like we just get so excited about the creative aspect around Halloween. Um, so when we went to order a Halloween costume for Allie, of course, she was started talking about it months ago about, oh, I'm going to be this for Halloween. Well, you know, her little friend. You know, they want to be fairies. They want to be princesses. They want to be all this kind of stuff. And what does Allie want to be? Buzz Lightyear. No, she wants to be Frankenstein, which, 
a four-year-old girl being Frankenstein is kind of humorous. So I'm like trying to find girl Halloween costumes that are Frankenstein. That aren't like slutty Frankenstein. I know. Well, yeah, you just said that. But anyway, yeah, that's that's a concern with little girl costumes. It is for sure. And then, no, I find a little boy one. Find it on Amazon, of course, where everybody does all their shopping on Amazon. If you have an Amazon Prime account, why wouldn't you use it? Um, so I find the perfect costume. I go to order it, and it says it won't be here for like three weeks. And I'm like, what? the heck are you talking about? I need it for Halloween, you crazies. Like it won't ship till November 2nd or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, I should have ordered it in September. Um, So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to embrace my Pinterest, which I don't normally do, and get on there and try to figure out a cute Halloween costume that I can make for her. And I was wanting to just do the easy way out kind of thing, like boop. Amazon, but no. So I get out, you know, I go to the Goodwill and, you know, I sew on these patches and I put a bunch of little safety pins on them and make every aspect, every nook and cranny of her costume. Of course, with Allie standing like on top of me, on top of you the whole time, just absolutely. But you know what? It was every time I like engage in something creative like that, it's super fun. Like, I'm always like, yeah, why don't I do this stuff more often? Yeah. I just love a project. And then when it's done, it's like, oh, man, look, this is what we made together. Because she had the ideas and I kind of helped her execute it and everything. Um, and then my maestro, my makeup maestro came in. And Justin had, he had to be in charge of the makeup. Because first of all, I barely wear makeup. So I don't really know what to do with makeup. I, I, I don't wear makeup either. I feel like sometimes you might wear a little more than I do, but no, I'm just kidding. No. Just so Justin's I had been, years and years of experience in theater makeup. Yeah. So doing, he doing puts Allie and then he gets the green makeup on and he gets all the, the shading just right and all the all the stitches and everything. And like together, he and I made a creative masterpiece of our daughter's costume of oh, I thought Frankenstein. You meant the masterpiece was Allie. Well, that too. Yeah, because, by the frame. way, well done on, on that. Yeah. So we're telling all these stories about Halloween and everything, and, and, and here's the payoff. Here's the point. Um, we love Halloween for, I'd say, three reasons. The first for me mm. is four reasons. The first for me is um, the sense of community. Like, when else in the entire year is is your neighborhood bustling with people? When else do you get to just be in your front yard or walk up down the street and meet your neighbors or go door to door with your kids mm-hmm. and meet your neighbors or be at your door and meet them and know who they are? Right. Right. Everybody's out. Everybody's having a good time. It's fun. It's lighthearted. The kids look cute. The kids look scary. The kids look somewhere in between. They're little Captain Americas and little Draculas and everything else. And it is, it is such a beautiful picture of community to me. I love it too. I just, I, I feel like sometimes when we um, 
miss out on Halloween. I've done the thing where I, you know, just sit in the couch and wait for the doorbell to ring and go out and throw some candy. But it's like, why am I doing this? It's so much more fun to sit out in the street and hang out and, you know, grab your iced tea or your drink or whatever and sit out there and meet everybody. It's just a blast. Yeah. I enjoy it. And I get to hang out with you. Mm, we can hold yeah. hands. Um, <laughs> so the second reason is it's just, and, and these are, these are three core values for us as a community, as the legendary marriage community. Um, Daniel and I have kind of identified three core values of several, but that, that, that Halloween represents. And one I said is community. Yeah. The other is creativity. It's so cool to just go out and see and uh, whether the kids have got a store-bought costume or mom spent hours paper clipping it together or knitting it together or whatever it was, it is, it is so cool to see both the costumes and the creativity of the kids and the parents, but also to see the creativity of people decorating and, and everything. And we get that at Christmas more, but and by the way, this year we remade all the tombstones that we had gotten rid of. Yeah. As a family. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Um, Allie dictated that we needed a cemetery in our front yard. So we remade all of them. And the third value that Halloween just kind of connects on for us is a sense of adventure. Right? I just trounces how many, as a kid, it was how many houses can I get to? How much candy? Like the the thrill of mm. trying to conquer the whole neighborhood. Oh yeah, and and you know as as an adult, there's there's a there's a certain sense of pride in in seeing your kids get dressed up and go out and do that, and and a little bit of competition with the other neighbors as to you know how they're decorating and things like that, and if they're being creative with it and everything. But. The, the last point I want to make about this is, is really the most important for me. I love Halloween because it is the threshold of the holiday season. It's ushering in, for us, a bunch of birthdays, anniversaries, ha- um, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah. So like Allie's birthday is coming up mm-hmm. and then it'll be our anniversary on mm-hmm. the 17th. Oh yeah. And I got to remember it'll be that. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Remember that. Mm-hmm. I have a wish list on Amazon, honey. Um, oh, then it'll be our uh, Thanksgiving and then it's Advent for those who follow the Advent calendar. Mm-hmm. And, just the, the, and then it's cri- like Thanksgiving and then it's Black Friday and Christmas. <laughs> Gotta get Black Friday in there. Well, for some people, that's as big a holiday or as big a thing to acknowledge as Thanksgiving. So it's true. We need to do an episode about that because I used to rock Black Friday, and now it's kind of. In my day, I rocked Black Friday. Sure, you did, honey. <laughs> um. So it, it's it's just it's such an exciting time of year. Um. And I know for some for some folks and and for us in some ways it's also a tender time of year. So this Halloween, my challenge to you is to get out there, know your neighbors, introduce yourself to a few people that you don't know. One of the core things that we believe in is that community is essential to building a legendary marriage. So you may be uncomfortable with Halloween in some ways. Mm-hmm. There, there are some spiritual sensitivities that, I mean, for all the love that we have for it, we hold too. 
uh, you may have some different sensitivities or sensibilities about it. Um, and I want to just encourage you, that that's fine. Don't agree with us if you don't want to. Um, don't don't get into all of the Halloween stuff that we've talked about, or or don't you don't have to agree with any of it. But I want to encourage you to find a way to be with it, because being in community is an essential part of what it's like to not only build a legendary marriage, but to be a Christ follower, and to be a human being in a world that so desperately needs to be um, not tolerated, not accepted, but people who need to be seen through the costumes they wear every day, not just on Halloween. So don't, don't let it be a thing that, that shuts you down and, and you, you turn off the lights and hide. Get out in the front yard, throw up a camp chair, and, and talk to people and hang out and get to know your neighbors. It's really, really important. And don't forget to be creative. I mean, embrace the, uh, the creativity of your kids, too. Let them help you decorate the outside and... Um, it may look like a giant crazy spider web, you know, in your front yard, which everybody may laugh at, but we may have to post a picture of that on the, the website. Oh, we definitely will. Yeah. And just have it be an adventure, you know, walk around with your kids, try to find the, the, uh, the coolest house or, you know, try to see who can go up to the spookiest house or whatever it is. Um, whatever makes it an adventure for you, just embrace it. And if you're a little bit of a control freak like I am, you might want to try to give yourself permission to just go with it. Like, they're going to be up late. They're going to eat a lot of candy. They're gonna. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a rough bedtime. Like, you know, I, I just, I have to, rem- I'm saying that even just to remind myself. Yeah. So that's all we have for you today. Uh, thanks for being with us. Don't forget to jump over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play and subscribe, rate, and review the show for us so we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Happy Halloween. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.